0: I woke up one morning and realized that my attitude did not match my faith. I was living a stressed out, overwhelmed, unsatisfied, and ungrateful life, and I didn't want to do that anymore. So I started writing this book. I knew writing it would make me take a good hard look at what I believe and how those beliefs should affect my life. In the episodes to come, We'll explore many of the obstacles that stand in the way of building a firm foundation in Christ. I'm happy to say that the writing helped me begin to embrace the rest and peace Jesus has for us as believers. I hope listening to it does the same for you. I'm Connie White, otherwise known as C.E. White, and this is my book, Trusting God When You're Struggling, Overcoming Obstacles to Faith, read by Annie Den. Hope Hope means hoping when things are hopeless, or it is no virtue at all. As long as matters are really hopeful, hope is mere flattery or platitude. It is only when everything is hopeless that hope begins to be a strength. G.K. Chesterton I wrote a whole chapter on hope then realized I'd said a lot of words about hope without actually inspiring any. If there's anything a chapter on hope should be, it's hopeful. So I scrapped that one, and here we are. Hope believes in what it cannot see. Now hope that is seen is not hope. For who hopes for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. The hope we have as Christians should be an expectant confidence, not nail-biting anxiety or blind, wishful thinking that pretends nothing bad will ever happen. When the Bible tells us to hope, its objects are always eternal. Hope in the Lord, in his salvation, in his mercy, in his word. Those things are guaranteed to those who seek him, and they can't be taken away, but the ease of the voyage is never promised. We should have the hope of an adventurer, that is to say, the excited anticipation of shores God has promised we will reach. If the benevolent God of the sea came aboard as captain, guide, and companion, promising a sailor safe passage to paradise, the sailor would not fear his journey no matter how tumultuous it became. He may endure tsunamis that send him off course or sea monsters that damage his ship or pirates that steal and injure but through it all he would look to his almighty captain and know the destination was never threatened there may also be spectacular sunsets and dolphins gambling in the waves and the camaraderie of his shipmates the same is true of life it is a sea with waves that rise and fall and a current that pushes where it will but whether that be into dangers loss or beauty If we have trusted God as our captain, our destination is sure. Our hope is in him and his promise. The sailor does not set his course for a certain wave, call it his destination, and try to stay atop it or claim it for his own. It's a sea. You cannot perch nor anchor on a wave in the deep. The current will always carry you on, sometimes quick and sometimes slow but never will you stay in one place. You can fear it or embrace it, but it will carry you along all the same. Setting your sights on one era or circumstance in life as if you could stay there always is as foolish as attempting to live atop a wave. The tide will turn, the crest will crash, and you will be pushed along whether you will or no. You could look back at a wave and mourn its loss, Or look forward to another, hoping it will fulfill your desires, but any sailor would call you a fool to do so. It's the shore of paradise you're aiming for, and it's that shore you've been guaranteed. As long as we set our hopes of happiness on the fleeting waves dependent upon time and circumstance, our happiness will be fleeting and dependent upon time and circumstance. Even the best this world offers must end in one way or another. Our work will be lost to layoffs or retirement. Our relationships will end in rifts or death. Our possessions will be lost to theft or decay. The good news is you can enjoy those things along the way. You can feel the power of the wave as it swells and the cool spray on your face as it crests and crashes. You might even reach out your hand and touch it as it passes by, but you cannot hold it. The moment you cup it in your hands, it loses something of itself. It is no longer a wave with all the strength and beauty it held only moments before. It's still water and it's still wet, but it's not even very useful as that. You can't drink it. The wave was never meant as sustenance. It will always drip through your fingers and leave you rocking in its wake, but with the memory of its beauty unspoiled as long as you allow it to remain what it was meant to be. And always, paradise before you and your captain assuring the way, whether you can see the shore or not. Its sparkling beauty will appear on the horizon one day, and all the waves of joy and sorrow will be as naught. As Christians, what we are hoping and believing for will not be realized in this world. But this world is not without comfort. Christ offers confidence that when you hope in and wait for Him in your distress, He will hear you. He will draw you up out of the pit and set your feet on a rock. He will give you a new song. He will restore the years the locust has eaten. He will fulfill His purpose for you, and nothing will thwart it. Hope is the surety that every pain and trouble and trial and every bit of growth and learning is serving something greater than what you can see. Maybe it's helping to encourage those in the ship with you. Maybe it's leading the ship behind that's lost its way or helping the ship ahead that's taking on water. In this world, we want to feel like we're making every minute count, speeding toward a goal, and living at peak performance. But God rarely works like that. Many of our biblical heroes spent 20, 30, 40, or even 50 years Seemingly blown off course altogether or simply languishing in still waters. Joseph was in captivity for 13 years. Moses was a shepherd in the desert for 40 years. Noah began building a boat 50 years before its purpose became clear. Even Jesus did not begin his public ministry until he was 30. To those ships charting their own path, the Christian life may look pointless and meandering or even foolish. But those captains do not know the way to paradise, and the god of the sea has not promised them safe passage. They're only barreling ahead in the hopes of getting somewhere, and they hardly even know where they want to end up. Making swift progress isn't helpful if you're going the wrong way. Maybe you've tried holding on to the wave of your own abilities, riches, looks, marriage, comfort, your job, ease, or friendship and you found it spilling from your grasp no matter how carefully you close your hands. The wave is passing, but the adventure never ends. Even once you reach the shore of forever, it is only the beginning. If our hope is dependent upon what is happening at the moment or whether we can see a way for things to come out right or not, we very much misunderstand hope. Hope is needed for the journey, not the arrival. We don't have to see the shore or enjoy the wave, because we trust the God of the sea. But how does one become more hopeful? You can't just decide to be so. Or can you? I actually think it's just that easy, and just that hard. It's not a one-time decision. It takes intentionality and determination. It takes conscious choice and constant turning to the Father every time you fear the coming or the loss of a wave. Find ways to remind yourself where your unshakable hope lies. Meditate on some of those promises you've started jotting down. For God alone, O my soul, wait in silence, for my hope is from Him. He only is my rock and my salvation, my fortress. I shall not be shaken. If riches increase, set not your heart on them. you make the going out of the morning and the evening to shout for joy. As for the rich in this present age, charge them not to be haughty, nor to set their hopes on the uncertainty of riches, but on God, who richly provides us with everything to enjoy. I have the word hope scheduled to pop up as a reminder on my phone three times a day. Sometimes when it chimes, I realize I've started living in fear and grasping at waves instead of resting in God's promises and purpose. The reminder often brings me back into peace. I also have a list of attitude checks I review each morning. One of these is to consider how I will handle difficult things that come up. Sometimes you know the day ahead has something demanding or frightening in it. Sometimes you don't. If you know about a specific hard task in your day, you can plan your hopeful reaction in advance. And when burdens and enemies beset you, you'll be that much further along for having placed hope in your pocket when you started the day. As Galadriel gave Frodo the light of Arendelle's star to carry with him, it will shine still brighter when night is about you. May it be a light to you in dark places, when all other lights go out. To be clear, I do not say you should muster hope up as a sort of emotion conjured by will. If you rose early to climb a mountain in order to see the sunrise, you would not say it was your climbing that created the sunrise. The climb only positioned you to see it. You knew the sunrise was there, but there were too many things blocking you from the sight of it. The same is true of choosing hope and preparing yourself for it. You must put yourself in a position to see its object, And its object is God. We know He is glorious. We just need to make the climb to see Him. Without an object, hope is merely wishful thinking. This choice you make over and over is that you will continue to turn your face to the one unshakable object of your hope Christ and His Word and His promises. Living with hope in God's guidance is not happenstance, it's not a feeling of optimism that fades when tested. It's a decision made based on an assurance that cannot be shaken, an expectation of good and a knowledge that the character of God is unquestionably trustworthy. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. It is impossible for God to lie, and he has given us this hope so that we might hold it fast, a sure and steadfast anchor of the soul. The ship may drift and sway, but your soul can remain anchored in the character of God who rules not only the sea, but the universe and time itself. Takeaways Hope is an expectant anticipation of what God has promised us. Our hope should be grounded in the eternal. Everything in this world is fleeting, and if we place our hope in it, that hope will be fleeting as well. It may seem like God takes a lot of detours, but only he knows where we're going and what it takes to get there. When we trust in God, the destination is never in doubt, no matter how difficult the voyage. Eternal hope brings us peace because we no longer have to find our own way into either purpose or paradise.